Bye. Uh, my name is Dan, Dan Awar Whitmer. I'm the guitarist and founding member of Elevate. Yep, I'm Josh, the boss, Cole, uh, also guitarist for Elevate. Epic. So how pleased are you then with the responses so far to your recently released EP, The Purpose is Cruelty? Pretty good. We're glad that everybody um, is responding well to it. Uh, it's such a process to get it out and get it made. and This one especially. Yeah, yeah. It's a, such a level of un uh you know at a certain point kind of everybody i think has that at a certain point with the record we kind of lose the plot kind of lose um, objectivity so you don't really know what it's going to be like when other people get to hear it who haven't been so immersed in it so we're glad that everybody's liking it and we're getting probably the best response we've gotten for anything we've released pretty much yeah like yeah we've gotten a wave of reviews and it's all you know nine out of ten nine point five out of ten so people seem to be liking it quite a bit yeah yeah, man, I saw that because um, you've been going quite a while, haven't you? And you have been getting amazing reviews on YouTube, Facebook, where all over. That's absolutely stellar, man. And yeah. you're having a release party in a few hours' time. Is that right? Yes. Yes, we are. Yep. Here in about, uh, yeah, later tonight, we're going to be, it was supposed to happen when the EP got released, but because of some uh, scheduling uh, difficulties, we had to push it back. But Cool. That sounds awesome. Are you going to like live stream it? Oh, uh, <laughs> I think we talked about it at one point, but I don't think it's going to end up happening, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. But you're going to be videoing it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe. We, yeah, we do. We were talking about that. Um, well, we might see what's up when we get there. That'd be cool. That'd be absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Okay. So, Buried Under Mistakes is my favorite track on the EP. If I was a total newbie, though, to your music, which track would you choose to play me and why? Hmm. Off of this EP or on any release? Off of this EP, the new one. Hmm. It's kind of a tricky question, honestly. Um, <laughs> I don't know, because our sound has kind of evolved quite a bit over the years. Um, I don't know. I think either... Purpose is Cruelty or Dagon are the most well-rounded kind of representative of what we do songs. Um, honestly, you could really make a case for any of these songs on the EP, really. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of hard to say. I think, yeah, you can make a case for any of them being like the song to show somebody. Awesome. So do you plan to do like a video as well at some stage? Of I'm of actually songs? currently working on editing one um, at the Ooh. moment. It'll be out soon. Yeah, yeah. It was a, we were doing a playthrough video and it kind of morphed into a hybrid playthrough video music video we kind of just filmed it here in the in the our uh sorry recording studio kind of just like set everybody up in different corners of the room uh -huh. filmed it it's looking pretty cool yeah it's gonna get whenever um dan can finish editing it we're gonna release it brilliant and of course like fresh metal seems to be like having a resurgence at the moment is that the sort of same for where you're living over in the states um kansas city specifically is a really big death metal town there's a lot yeah. of really good death metal bands coming out of this town um in this area it's mainly us and another band out of topeka called bleed the victim we're kind of the main thrash bands in this area yeah cool. there aren't too many thrash bands in kansas city and even around the, the Midwestern United States, they're not super well represented. It is mostly 
yeah, mostly extreme metal, a lot of death metal and black metal. Yeah. Kind of comes out of this area. Cool. So you guys are sort of based like I in the Bible belt or just off the Bible belt? I'd say we're a hair shy of the Bible belt, just a little bit north of that. Yeah, well we're we're not, especially specifically where we live, but um it's not that far of a drive away if that's where you yeah. want to go. We're close yeah. enough that we still see billboards for the Creation Museum, if that tells you anything. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> okay. So can you tell us a little bit about the EP artwork? And do you have that frame, that hope? I love it. It's brilliant. It's proper fresh metal. Um, I think our bass player's girlfriend is actually going to make a print of it and frame it. Or did she already? She did. Yeah, yeah she our did. bassist has a, a poster print of it. It's like framed. And we, we saw that. We're like, dang, we want one of those. Yeah, no. Um is done by a guy named Mario E. Lopez. He does a lot of art for a lot of, uh, he does a lot of art for um, other thrash bands. Like, um, I'm trying to think of all the bands he's done stuff for. I know there's a band called Fabulous Disaster he did artwork for, and also a lot of like traditional, like speed metal bands. But yeah, he does obviously really, really great work. And so uh, we sent him our concept and the concept was the same idea, but done, executed in a very different way. He sort of took it and ran with it, but it uh, like, well, I mean, that looks yeah. amazing. So yeah, Josh kind of came up with the concept for the artwork and we told Mario what we wanted. We sent him a couple like reference images and even like a rough sketch of what we wanted. Yeah. And he kind of just took it and just kind of made his own thing out of it. And we're really happy with how it turned out. Mm -hmm. So yeah. props yeah. to Mario on that one. Yeah. It's brilliant, man. Absolutely. It make a really good back tattoo. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, well, yeah we're trying to get as much <laughs> as we can out of it and it was done on acrylics he, he painted it himself it yeah. wasn't done digitally so cool. and you, and you can like see the texture on the canvas that he did that's we're really happy i'd love to have the original uh the original painting he did but i can't imagine he'd want to let go of it imagine he hangs onto them all himself i don't know i guess i've never really thought about it cool. maybe we can ask I mean, him see if we can get the original painting yeah maybe <laughs> So the wonders of the internet, I mean, you have had views like from all around all around the world. I mean, is it a dream for you to actually get over to Europe? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It seems a lot of our the attention we get is from Europe. Europe, I guess. Yeah. It's just a we play. Yeah, we've had a lot of a lot of like German reviews. Germany seems to like us quite a bit. So, yeah. yeah. The yeah. percentage of our uh, merch sales or physical merch sales are German, Austria, or, or you know. Germany and Austria. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's annoying to ship it from the U S especially, uh, you know, us, we're not, we're handle all the merch ourselves, but they buy enough of it that we can't justify <laughs> cutting them off and not doing it anymore. So we're going to keep filling out those customs forms. Yeah, I know it costs, doesn't it? it really does. Especially yeah. now get anything to the UK. It's crazy prices it really is at the minute. Okay. So who would be, Actually, I want to go back. Fabulous Disaster. That's a fucking killer name for a band, isn't it? That's like, yeah, I love that. Exodus, fucking rage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay, so I'm totally old school, totally old school fresher. I, I too had long hair once, many years ago. Um, but who would be your ultimate three bands to go on a tour with if you could choose any three bands? I mean, I kind of feel like Exodus goes without saying a little bit. Yeah, um, Exodus would be one. Uh, yeah, we've opened for them a couple times. Um, we've met, we've talked to them and met them a couple times, and they're super cool guys. Like, not only just the quality of their music, the fact that they're just that 
pool of people is definitely mm-hmm. a big plus for us. Yeah. Um, hmm. I mean, it would have been awesome to tour with like Slayer, but that's obviously never going to happen now. Um, no. Geez, who else? I don't know. That's a, that's a, that's a that, that, is, that is kind of a tough question. <laughs> um, I mean, Overkill are super cool dudes Overkill. too. So that'd yeah. be another one. Overkill would be fun. Maybe Testament. I've heard they're kind of rougher to roll with, but they'd be they'd be fun to tour with. I think. Epic. Yeah. Have you ever played with Creator? I can see you on a set list with Creator. Uh, yeah, we opened for them back in 2012. It was them and Except for co-headlining. Cool. How did you get on with them? Were they good to get on with? Yeah, um, I was friends with the uh, local promoter who was booking the show. Uh-huh. And um, I was asking him, we were just kind of talking, like, are there any shows coming up, you know, that we could get on? And yeah. he just kind of lists a couple. And then he just kind of kind of casually goes, I have Creator and Accept if you want that. And I'm just like, dude. Wow, dude. yeah. <laughs> Fucking do you want that? Absolutely. Yeah. Snap your hand off, man. That's brilliant. Okay. So is there a, a thrash song written by someone else that you wish you'd written? That, a thrash song, huh? Somebody else wrote that we wish we wrote. That um, we wish that we had written, huh? I mean, most any 80s Metallica, really, or Megadeth, to be honest. Yeah, I can't. yeah if, if we could have written uh, Rust in Peace, that would have been awesome, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I. The only song I could ever think of that like I wish I had written that was it's not actually a thrash song. It's um power metal. It's a uh, well kind of power metal. The song Sound Chaser by Rage. I don't know if you know that one. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah. really good bands. The song yeah. Sound Chaser is like so many cool ideas that I wish yeah. that I had done. I that's yeah. one song that I wish I had written myself personally. Cool. All right then. So can you remember the first time you stood on stage with Hell of Eights and how it felt? Um well, the band has kind of existed in some form or another since like 2004, 2005. Um, but I was like 14, 15 at the time. So you can't really be super serious at that time. Um, I don't know. We got on a show. It was kind of like a local like venue, like a local band showcase kind of thing out in Lawrence, Kansas, around probably 2005, maybe. And I don't know, it was our first time playing like a real show. And back then it was actually just a three piece. It was myself our bassist zach and my drummer rj who was also my younger brother it was just three of us at the time and this is like when we were like very first starting out so that was kind of a special moment for us i think mm-hmm. but josh joined up in probably like i think what did you say 2014 yeah it was like i think the very end of 2013 is when i joined the band i we had been um i was in another band that played like thrash metal and we were like playing shows with Hellevate, and we were like going to they're playing like a lot that particular year and so we were going to all their shows and they asked me to join the band and i my first show was in i think the very like the end of december 2013 i played two songs at the end of their set it was like the farewell show for the guitarist that i was um that was leaving the band and i was replacing and that was very cool and a little surreal because i honestly had never imagined <laughs> i i knew hell of a and i thought they were really cool guys and they're one of the few bands i was like if they ask me to join i'll say yes but never actually thought it would happen so it was very surreal and a, a lot of fun and i was also i wasn't nervous but it was definitely um one that i had to kind of show i kind of pay attention for more cool. than some of the other ones yeah cool so what about plans for this year i mean tour festival wise and will there be a full-blown eat 
full-blown album do you think at some stage um yeah that's our plan after we're playing the ep release show tonight and then after that our focus is going to be working on a full length so yeah. that's the next project we have kind of in the pipeline here. Yeah, when we uh, first started recording this EP in 2019, it was initially intended to be kind of like a stopgap release for just an album. Because we kind of get a couple of songs out to keep people's interest and then yeah, we're kind yeah. of full length from there. Yeah, and then uh, we, we were getting it recorded and getting it done. And then right around 2020, February 2020, we were about done with it. And then uh, uh, something else happened <laughs> right around yeah. that time. <laughs> then they just yeah then they just kind of derailed the plans so it's yeah. kind of something to think about right now yeah it was like this was a stopgap to release before our album and now we're releasing it now but yeah an album as soon as we can get it out hopefully next year we're going to start we have quite a few songs sort of in some level of form for the next album that we're going to start now that it's released and we're about to do our like release show party for it we're going to like really go in on writing and uh, yeah we have a bunch of shows booked a couple festivals and we're trying to get more we're trying to pack out the full year so we'll see how it goes and what all yeah. comes our way we've got a pretty stacked spring at the moment we're working on getting uh putting plans together for the summer so yeah that'd be amazing like i say if you can get some live feeds that'd be cool so we can watch it from over here that'd be good okay yeah, totally so the next one my belgian friend likes this question i'm still not sure about it but if you were a musical instrument, what would you be and why? Hmm. <laughs> I feel like the obvious joke answer is a woodwind so I could get blown. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I could be an instrument, I don't know. I mean, I guess... We have a lot of really good. We have a lot of really cool looking guitars. So I mean, that'd be nice to be all sleek and sexy looking. Of course. Yeah, I I'm gonna pick. I'd be a white flying V because you mean the one you're looking at in the corner. Over yeah, there? the the white <laughs> flying V that I own that I'm looking at right now. Yeah, because that's my uh, favorite guitar. And <laughs> if I were if I were an instrument, that's the one I would hope I could be because I think that's the coolest one. Brilliant. <laughs> okay, so then if there was a heavy metal song about yourself, what would it be called? Oh, jeez. Well, <laughs> we do actually have a song called Hellevate that no, we, we kind of wrote about us. So there's that one. Um, I don't know. Um, Wrecking Crew by Overkill. It's pretty cool, too. We are the Wrecking Crew. You know? Yeah. Okay. All right, so next one then. So can you give me four words to describe Hellevate? Hmm. Well, I came up with the name Elevate when I was like 14-ish. Um, I literally combined the words hell and elevate because I thought raising hell was an appropriate, you know, name for a metal band. So I guess um hell raising would be one of them. Mm -hmm. cool. awesome. Um fast. We we play very fast, uh aggressive. Um, I don't know, what do you think? You have any? Um hmm. Yeah. Maybe song focused, maybe. How about like experimental, maybe? Because yeah, maybe, yeah. we mess with a lot of different sounds. We've been trying some new things out lately that have been working in our favor. So, and we've always just kind of, um, 
I don't know, we describe ourselves as a thrash band, but really we kind of have influences from all over the metal spectrum. Mm -hmm. So we're always kind of trying new things out and, you know, playing new things, trying new song structures and ideas and lifting ideas from, you know, death metal and black metal and so on. So yeah, I'd say, yeah, just, yeah, experimental kind of varied a little bit. Brilliant. Love it. Okay. So there's five questions now, Eva or Iva. So the first one is small, intimate gig or festival? Small, intimate gig, but only if the crowd is into it. Because mm -hmm. we played shows where there have been like, you know, 10 people in the crowd, but they have been super into it and it was extremely fun. Yeah. I mean, festivals are great too. We played plenty of those, but if it's a festival and it's a room full of people and they're just kind of standing there, you know, half of them are looking at their phones, like what's yeah. the point, you know? Yeah, yeah. The, the best part of like a festival type gig is really more the, uh, I guess the accommodations. I don't know that's necessarily the, but you know, like getting the, you know, if you get to play on like a larger stage is always fun because especially for us, because we get to like, you know, spread out a little bit and move more. And like really go for it but yeah being trapped in a room with a bunch of people who are like really crazy into it when we we did it we did our tour for the album weapons against their will we did a show in uh minneapolis minnesota and um it was like a house show we were like touring with a band from detroit called uh euphoria they're like yeah. they were like a tech thrash band kind of vectory even though yeah. they would get mad at you if you said they sounded like vector um but yeah we played like a house show and it was like a basement and it was packed packed full of people and they were all like going crazy and i remember at one point i like went to take a breath and there was no oxygen like it was like that like there was like that much body heat that many yeah. people raging so hard that like you couldn't breathe and there's a festival of playing on like a, a larger venue you can't really get that that no. that feeling that vibe that energy to pull from Okay, so the next one then beer or pizza? Beer or beer or pizza? Oh, you know, <laughs> I heard a quote from Lawless of Wasp years ago. He's like, Well, you're on tour, you're broke. You can either eat and be full, or you can drink a beer and be full and have a buzz. So, <laughs> yeah, there's the answer. Brilliant. Are you saints or sinners? I don't, I don't know about saints <laughs> yeah definitely not saints um we were a little more as sinners when we were a little younger but uh we mellowed out just a touch yeah just a little bit okay final or digital final or digital oh um hmm. the convenience of digital is nice but having you know a physical thing to hold in your hand and like look at the artwork and read the liner notes and all of that that's I think something that's kind of gotten lost with the transition to digital. Yeah, it's uh, been listening to a lot more vinyls recently. I've been like building a collection, especially with, like vintage ones. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the process of like getting out of vinyl, looking at the art, looking at the liner notes, putting it on mm -hmm. and like you're listening to it. And it's like a, without even like consciously thinking about it, you put more focus into it. Yeah, And definitely. it's a, uh, while digital, you know, you listen to it, but you're also like doing other stuff and it's like vinyl you have to make a conscious decision i'm going to listen to this album i'm going to pull it out i'm going to place it in i'm going to place the needle you know it's like a process whereas digital you can just be like this song sucks next this song sucks next this song sucks next oh this one's okay you know <laughs> yeah totally and so the final one is joe biden or Kermit the frog what was that sorry 
Joe Biden or Kermit the Frog. Or Kermit the Frog. Oh, I've never considered a question like that before. <laughs> huh. Joe Biden or Kermit the Frog. I don't know. They both kind of talk funny, so. <laughs> Jeez, I don't know. Kermit. Kermit. Yeah, Kermit, you know, he plays the banjo, which is cool. You know, like that. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, we're from uh, Kansas City, and, uh, you know, I don't know how much exposure it has over in the UK, but, you know, uh, the NFL, the Chiefs, everyone in Kansas City loves the quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, and he talks like Kermit. This the, guy. He talks What's like it? Kermit the Frog. So, okay. yeah, that's kind of become a meme around here that he's. Is that basically. right? Yeah, he sounds like Kermit the Frog when he talks. So, <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to check this guy out. All right. <laughs> Sounds cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Matt. Well, I want to thank you so much for your time this evening. Do you have any final words for your fans, our viewers, and listeners? Um, I guess just keep paying attention because we got plenty of new stuff coming out. We got plenty of shows to announce. We're going to start releasing more music soon. Um, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and we have a band camp page, which is where we primarily sell our merch from. So if you mm -hmm. want to buy T-shirts or CDs or anything else, that's going to be your place to go. Mm -hmm. so, um, other than that, thanks for listening. We love you all. We appreciate you all. And uh, thanks for listening. Josh, you got anything? No, that sounds about right to me. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks ever so much for your time. I'll try and get this on site soon. Have a good day over there and enjoy your show tonight. Sounds like it's going to be mega. Wish I was there. Have a good yeah, one, man. All right. Thank you. Okay. Cheers, guys. See you later. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Cheers.